guys, welcome back to the So OCD podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Nunnery, and on today's episode, I'm taking you through a typical day in the life of having OCD. I recorded this episode on my phone, so I ask for your grace, as you'll probably hear a lot of background noise, my daughter talking, and a lot of deep breaths, because I am pregnant in my third trimester, and it's a little bit difficult to breathe right now. This wasn't a very high anxiety day. It was just a typical morning and afternoon, homeschooling, working, doing all the things that I normally do. So I thank you guys for being here and I hope that you enjoy the show. Here we go. Good morning. It's about 9.30. It's Wednesday morning and I'm up a little bit later than I normally am. But with being in the third trimester of my second pregnancy, it's a little bit tougher to get out of bed in the morning, not just in terms of my size, but also I feel, I just feel a lot more tired these days. So it's been a blessing that Lucy, um, she wakes Pierce up in the morning now. She's been doing that for quite a few months and um, she gets him up. And he gets ready for work, gets her set up with breakfast and cartoons. And I usually get out of bed right, you know, right after he leaves for work. So it gives me a little bit more time to rest. I really appreciate that because pretty soon I won't have that luxury. But anyway, I am going to get started working on breakfast. I'm going to make some breakfast and some coffee. And um, Lucy's in her room right now doing drawings of all of her venomous snakes, (laughs) all the venomous snakes that she's interested in. And that's going to be a little school project for her this morning. That's kind of how we do homeschooling. It's more of an unschooling philosophy where it's, it's very child interest led. So that's what she's working on. I'm going to sit down and do some reading. I usually start my day with some kind of faith-based reading, even if it's not necessarily scripture. I find that that helps me kind of get my head on straight for the rest of the day, whether it's, you know, in parenting, schooling, working, any of those things, but also it helps keep my OCD not always completely under control, but it does help me have a better mindset for that. I'm going to go get started on that and I'll come back in a little while. Okay, back again. Um, Our Bible study is reading Inspired by Rachel Held Evans. So I did the reading and inspired and just took some notes on that. And um, yesterday when I was listening to a podcast, a favorite of mine, the guest said something in passing about a um, a trauma that she experienced as a child. And it, it she just kind of said it out of nowhere and I wasn't really expecting it. And so it has kind of stuck with me since yesterday and it kind of keeps going through my head as I'm sitting here with my daughter, which can be pretty uncomfortable sometimes because you just don't want to be thinking about stuff like that. Um, we just got up and played a matching game, did something fun, and that, that really helped me redirect my thoughts. Now it's about 11.20, and we're going to actually get dressed for the day, do some chores, and we'll come back later, maybe around lunchtime. Okay, it is now 2.05 in the afternoon, Lucy and I have finished with her reading. We read all about different animals. And we did the chapter two reading about Theodore Roosevelt. And now I'm heating up my coffee. 
for the second time today. And I'm going to get started on some of my own work. So I've got a couple of things to do to post about the podcast. And um, I've got some stuff to post for the nonprofit that I work for. I work for a private nonprofit in North Georgia that supports adults with developmental disabilities. So I do PR and social media. And um, it's been really incredible because I get to work from home and except for on Tuesdays I get to work from home and be with my daughter homeschool her have that flexibility it's a really big blessing I love doing it Um, it's been raining a lot it's kind of yucky weather outside this is one of those days where I really wish that I could go outside because being indoors for a really long time I'm definitely a homebody and I love being at home where it's cozy and I have all my books around me but it can be daunting I do love to be outside in nature in the sunshine and so we've had a lot of rain for the last really since New Year's and that's made it tough some days to be home with Lucy by myself because the thing about having intrusive thought OCD is that so often our thoughts And our fears, the stuff that pops into our heads is centered around the people that we love. My therapist told me this when I was doing cognitive behavioral therapy with her that this was a good sign that even though it was disturbing and even though it hurt me, the reality was that that was just proof that I cared deeply and proof that those people matter to me and proof that those things horrify me. So I have to remind myself of that because sometimes when I'm stuck at home and we haven't been able to go do anything or get outside very much. That's when intrusive thoughts will come at me more often. Even if I have eaten really well and slept well, that stuff just tends to happen more because I think the seasons and the weather and stuff like that really does affect the mind. Sunshine is really good, really, really good for you. So when I don't have that for long periods of time, it can be tough to sort of manufacture that happy sunshiny feeling um, even if I'm having a good day so today's been pretty good I would say I have only had a couple of a couple of times where things have popped into my head but (sighs) truthfully you just get used to it you just kind of get used to it and if it's the same typical kind of stuff that comes at you you learn to just look at it and go oh there you are again and move on to something else I think for me what can be most difficult is if I have an intrusive thought I've never had before because then suddenly it's that whole process of going okay what does this mean why am I having this particular thought now Um, and it's a battle to look at it the same way that I would any other intrusive thought as just nonsense or as my therapist used to say as just a cloud floating by your thoughts come and go and things pop into your head and they come up and you just look at it and go oh there it is and it moves on. The worst thing we can do is actually try to make ourselves stop thinking the thought because then all you're doing is, it's like if I were to say to you, don't think about elephants. Well, then you're going to think about elephants. So the best thing for me to do is to not say, don't think that, don't think that, but just to say, well, there you are again, you little bastard and move on (laughs) with my afternoon. Working um, can sometimes can be tough only because uh, when Lucy is down for a nap, I tend to feel more isolated. Uh, you know, even though I'm not by myself, I kind of feel more alone because it's just me. I'm the only one awake. 
and um, it's really quiet in our house except for the construction next door. <laughs> so I usually try to play music or sometimes I'll put on Call the Midwife on Netflix just for background noise. It makes me feel less alone. I like to have the blinds open. It makes me feel, again, less alone. Plus, I like to be able to get some some natural light into the house that helps. But also working on a device can be difficult because you never know what kind of headlines are going to pop up on your social media or on your news apps and things like that. And I try really, really hard to guard myself against things that are disturbing because all it takes is a sentence. All it takes is a headline of something about a family being hurt, a kid being hurt, war, violence, sexual abuse, any of those things. And it'll stick with me all day long. And it'll just, it's like my brain will take what I consumed in a headline or a news article and it will just recreate that scenario like with Lucy or recreate that scenario with anybody that I love. And it will just really upset me for the rest of the day. So I have to be careful. And sometimes that's tough because you can't always, even if you try to follow people that you admire, I still like to keep up with the news. And so I have to just really guard myself against stuff like that. I find myself sometimes avoiding getting on my devices during Lucy's nap time because, or, you know, even if I have work to do, I'll wait until Pierce gets home at night because for some reason it just makes me feel safer. It makes me feel less prone to attack when I have people around me. If I have Pierce next to me, you know, and there's a headline, I just, I feel like I can just scroll past it and just be like, whatever. Whereas when I'm by myself, I tend to latch onto it more and go, oh my God. And then I'll sit because I have nothing else to distract me. I'll just sit and ruminate on it and obsess about it and get really, really upset about it. Sometimes I'll, I'll do the compulsion, which is to avoid my devices and avoid my work and just read or <laughs> watch Call the Midwife on my TV or even go take a nap with Lucy just because I'm, I'm terrified that I'll end up reading something that will upset me for the rest of the day. I do have a couple of things that I do need to get done. And so the best thing for me to do is just to sit down and do them and get the work done and focus on that to play some background music, to get my environment around me where it feels happy and it feels brighter because that will make me feel less um, wary. It makes me feel more safe and more secure. I am going to go get started on some of that and um, yeah, I'll just let Lucy nap. Uh, She has karate tonight, but she's sick. And so I think I'm going to let her stay home from that just because she's got a slight fever and a sniffly nose. So I'll come back to you guys after she's up from her nap. It is now 4.56. Finally got Lucy down for a nap a little while ago and I finished doing some work. I've had a couple of moments where things would pop into my head and I would want to put all my stuff away and go hide in the bedroom and take a nap. But I haven't done that. And I think what I'm going to do now probably is while Lucy's napping and it's kind of quiet, I'm just going to catch up on some reading and make some notes of things I want to get done this week around the house and a couple of their writing projects and stuff that I need to review and get prepped for. That's pretty much it. It's been mostly a quiet day. It's been a pretty easy day. I haven't had anything that's made me really anxious. It's mostly just been acknowledging the stuff that kind of lives with me all the time and doing my best to redirect and just keep going, which is pretty much what I do most of the time. Hello again. Um, Lucy is now in bed and Pierce is home from work. We just had some dinner and we're just going to 
hang out for the rest of the night. One thing I wanted to note before I let you guys go for the day is I was going to share something a little bit earlier about something I've been dealing with, particularly during this pregnancy. And I talked to my husband Pierce a little bit about it. And I asked him, should I share that? Should I not? And I think that that's an important question for us to discuss with the people that are closest to us in our community, because while obviously I'm a huge advocate for sharing our stories and being open about the things that we deal with, whether it's a mental health issue or anything else, I do think that we also have to practice wisdom when it comes to talking about some of the things that either we're still dealing with and not haven't necessarily processed through as much as other things, or maybe are just simply not stories that we need to share. And so I will, I will admit that there are some things that I've been going through with this pregnancy, but I really want to honor my son and I want to honor my family by keeping some of those things closer to my heart. If you're in that place, I would say always check with the people that are in your close circle and say, is this something that I should be opening up to a little more broadly or opening up about a little bit more broadly Um, Talk with your therapist, talk with people who are trusted in your life, who know what you're going through. And if you don't have that person, then I would say definitely reach out and try to connect with a therapist or connect with um, anybody in your life that you think that you could could share those things with. Um, Because I think that having that kind of mentorship and having that kind of community around us can really help us not only to make good decisions about what we share and when, but also in the healing process as we're still going through something. So that's pretty much all I have for today. And I just want to thank you guys for listening and for being here and going along with me. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoy the show.